Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield. Both girls are blessed with spectacular good looks. Both wear exactly the same size clothes, but they refuse to dress alike. It isn't easy to tell them apart, but beneath the skin, there is a world of difference. A wicked gleam of mischief lurks in the depths of Jessica's eyes, while Elizabeth's reflect only sincerity. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Gary. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are finding out what happens mm-hmm. when Roger Patman, I mean Roger Barrett, <laughs> goes from rags <laughs> to, to riches. And it's, gosh, I know we keep saying this, but actually this is a string of golden covers. It's a classic <laughs> cover. It really is. Please describe it. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, yeah, so we've got Roger Barrett. Well, Roger Patman, knee Barrett, yeah. um, on the front. He's looking pretty pleased with himself. He, he is. He's feeling good. He is very smug. He's wearing two shirts for some reason. Oh, my God, he really is. He's Doesn't popping. He? He's got like he's, a double popped collar He's doing situation. a desk from Neighbours and a double desk because he's got another yeah. collar. Yeah. Who wears a collar underneath the collar? I, I have no idea what's going on here. And he's got a sort of a blazer. And a blazer. Like, it's a lot. It really is. And he also looks completely different from the last time. He, he does. Cover. Yeah, it does not look like suit. him at all, actually. But, he uh, looks about 50. He, does, he, does. he looks like he could be your dad. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Jessica's there lurking just behind him in the background. And as somebody uh, said on Twitter <laughs> when you posted this picture, yeah. not wearing a bra. Yeah, c- quite clearly braless. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> She's wearing a vest, as we Irish call it. It is mm-hmm. a tank top it to is. Americans. Yes. And actually, she was wearing quite a similar vest in the, on the cover of the last book, Promises. <gasps> she was. So, uh, yeah. yeah, she's uh, she's going for vests. This she- <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's into right now. And uh, yeah, she's 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 looking she's, she's got her eye on Roger. She's got a classic scheming face, but this is a yeah. sort of a, a positive for her scheming face. Mm. So on the cover of Promises, she had a scheming face, but it was a scheming, how could I do harm to this person? <laughs> yeah, how can I fuck you over? <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, she's got a sort of like, Ooh, how do I trick you into making you my boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> because kind of face. it really is. Because yeah. we have established that Jessica will literally fancy Anybody, oh, if they're rich, literally anybody. Like she, she hasn't even seen that person, but she knows they're rich. Yeah. She's all in. She like, was obsessed with Nicholas Morrow. Yeah, uh, before, before she, she met him. Yeah, and was practically like wetting herself <laughs> inside of his car. So, like, yeah, unsurprisingly, <sighs> you can imagine what's going to happen in in, in this one. So, uh, I will read the cover tagline, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually pretty good as a caption to yeah. that image we've just we've just described because it's. Look who's after Roger Barrett. <laughs> I see you. Uh-huh. Uh, the back one. The back one then is Roger strikes it rich. <gasps> Which, considering he's got rich because his mother's died, yeah. it's a bit crass. It's not really as like success as it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, not like, no, like his mother he's died. He's gold. quite recently bereaved. Like yeah, he doesn't yeah. look at on the cover. No, <laughs> I know everyone deals with things the right way, but like. Yeah. Dude, you look really mm. self-satisfied considering he your, does. your mother who <laughs> reared you on her own has just died. Oh, God. Oh, so here's the blurb, which <clears throat> is uh, quite good. No one would have guessed that Roger Barrett, the poorest boy in Sweet Valley... Jeez. Is he? Is he? <laughs> oh, my God. Is he really? <laughs> There's a league table, you know. <laughs> he is down the bottom. The poorest boy. He's poorer than the Martins. Oh my God. He's so poor. <laughs> but anyway, no one would have guessed that he was really one of the Patmans, the wealthiest family in town. But when Roger's mother dies, the secret of his birth is revealed. And overnight, 
he becomes a millionaire. <laughs> okay. Oh, <Lord>. Overnight. <laughs> I don't think that's how legacies work. Yeah. Anyway. There's like probate and all kinds of will stuff to sort out. It's like, yeah. she's going to be tied up in the courts for a oh, while. God. Anyway. Immediately, Jessica Wakefield sets her sights on Roger and his newfound wealth. At least they're being honest about her being oh, a blatant gold digging. Entirely just gold digging here, yeah. Monster. Only one thing stands in her way. <laughs> Olivia Davidson, Roger's <laughs> long-time girlfriend. But not for long. <laughs> Jessica has a surefire plan to take care of her. Oh, Jesus. And for the second time, time in a row that sounds like she's going to kill her it really does it was the same with Betsy Martin in yeah. the last one she was like oh going to take care of her yeah. get rid of her once and for like, all get her out of Stephen's life forever yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa okay. these blurbs could be the blurbs for a different very different sort of books where Jessica's like on a killing spree yeah well again we need that audiobook narrator guy oh my god because <laughs> murder's about to go down if you have not listened to the Deceptions <laughs> episode please do oh yeah we're still pondering the possibility of changing our Theme tune intro forever <laughs> instead of me warbling out of tune to a ukulele to uh, do something that will actually feature in a future episode. It will. There is a reason for Let's that. Let's keep it till then at least. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. keep it till it gets to be the theme tune for that episode. But <laughs> we have attempted to bring in the audio book. <laughs> Madness! Oh, so good. It is. It is amazing. And <laughs> uh, if you haven't, if for some weird reason you're listening to these out of order, find out more by listening to Deceptions. Yes, you can hear a little sample of mm. the audiobooks. So uh, to get stuck into rags to riches, um, it begins in the cafeteria, and Olivia and Roger are there, and they basically recap the events of the last book Pretty in Roger's storyline. Yeah. Um. So we find out his mother has died, and that really he's a. Patman, his father was Paul Patman, brother of Hank, mm. uh, father, uncle of Bruce. And because uh, Roger's got all fancy since <laughs> he found out that he was a Patman, he's got contacts and he's wearing cords. Ooh. Well, he was literally wearing rags. Yeah, last that's time true. Ago. Yeah, he was like in a ratty tracksuit or something, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. But it does seem a bit like, oh, so he's got money, he's into those contact <laughs> lenses. Like, somebody who's wearing contact lenses at this very moment, when I got them first, like, I could not take them out and I uh, couldn't put them in. Oh, no. And it was very stressful. <laughs> and I find it very hard to believe he's yeah. just like, popping them no, in. And it sounds like a whole situation. <laughs> it really is. It took yeah. weeks. Oh, like, my best friend got them around the same time and she once went to A&E because she thought she'd lost one in her eye. She hadn't. But, you know, that's oh. what it's like when you start okay. wearing contact lenses. <laughs> There's panic in there. There really is. <laughs> but Roger was unfazed and uh, also kind of unfazed by his mother dying. Like, yeah. I, I know I said before, people do things in their own way, but yeah. he does not seem to even think of her in his internal monologue. Doesn't really dwell at all, does he? No. Um, so Olivia asks Roger to tell the story of his mother and Paul Batman, because inexplicably, she hasn't mentioned it before. Mm. So he gives her the, the spiel. Yeah. So and it turns out that his mother worked for the Patmans in the canning factory. Paul Patman was married to a woman Everyone hated his well, awful uh, wife. Yeah, well, that's what that's what he told. That's what he told Roger's mother. Yeah, like, he would say that. Yeah, like, oh, my ex girlfriend was crazy. Like, <laughs> was she? Really? Does <laughs> everyone hate did her? Did that just happen all by herself? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, he avoiding his terrible wife. He and Roger's mother quote spent more time together <gasps> and. And Roger sort of trails off because he's too embarrassed to imply that his... Yeah, they don't really talk about riding in Sweet Valley. Yeah, unsurprisingly. <laughs> Actually, I'm even surprised it went that far. Yeah. And Olivia's like, I understand, Roger. It's like, I should bloody well hope so. Because if you didn't, <laughs> yeah. I'd be worried about you. You are 16. God. So it turns out Paul was going to divorce his terrible wife. Mm. And then he died in a plane crash. Mm. And um, Hank tried to give mother of Roger money, but she refused. Uh, but she didn't realise that Paul had left Roger all his money, his vast Patman fortune, and that uh, the will stated that Roger would get the money when he was 21 or if something happened to Mammy Barish, mother yeah. of Roger. Yeah. And now something has. So now Roger has got this inheritance, that other, his secret inheritance that he never knew about. And... Um, Roger wonders like why they never told him who his father was yeah, and it's a bit weird. why they didn't say oh by the way you're going to get like millions when you're 21 <laughs> um, which you know you think they might have 
considering they were so poor, he had to work as a janitor to like pay the bills. Yeah, come on. Like, you think that maybe his maybe mother might have applied to, to like send, just, you know, get some of the cash yeah. out? Because uh, I would count that as something happening to his mother. Yeah, she wasn't able to work. Yeah, true. Um, but also, I, he he's Hank Patman, isn't he? Because they keep calling him Henry in this. Well, Henry Hank is short oh, for is, ha- that a, is Hank is like oh, a diminutive of Henry. Oh, Henry, yeah. Did not know that. There you go. Okay. It really is an education. Just always learning. Yep. So Hank was obviously his nickname when he was in college. When he was in college, yeah, because yeah. he was Hank then. And I was like, hang on, who's Henry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm really confused there for They're one of the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, now he's uh, he's officially Roger Patman. And yeah, isn't it a bit weird that he's changed his name like that? That is very weird. Isn't it? Like, he's had this name all yeah. his life. It's not like his name is legally Patman or no, anything. That's like, not how it works. Like, no. pa- pa- Barrett's on his birth cert. He doesn't yeah. have to. No. It's just, yeah, it seems like a weird choice to actually go and change yeah. your name. Straight away. Sorry, your mom's died. So, You're going to move so, into this mansion. Oh, yeah, because he's moving. He's moved in. With, yeah. Which makes sense because Hank slash Henry is his uncle. Yeah. And they're oh, like yeah, his no. only relatives. I'm fine with that. It's the name change I find. Oh, no, weird. it's incredibly, incredibly <laughs> weird. Because yeah. it just like seems to be automatic. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like, what's it like being Ro- Roger Patman? Um, and Olivia is a bit concerned for him because he's obviously, <clears throat> you know, it's a big disruption. But she's also yeah. can't help wondering, like, is there a place for her? I mean, Roger Patman. Indeed. He's fancy life. now. He's very yeah. fancy. Um, so Sweet Valley is buzzing with the sensational news. Yeah. And Lila, of course, because she's still kind of bitter, she sneers at Roger. And we get a bit of a recap of what happened in old Love on the Run. <laughs> As it will always be in our hearts. Yes. Uh, but Jessica is all like, oh, I think he's kind of cute because she's a venal bitch. Like, I wonder why she thinks he's cute all of a sudden. She is so <laughs> greedy. It's like, she's just so awful. I don't yeah. think greedy isn't even the only word. She's, she's just so transparent about it. Like, Yeah, so it's got to you know, give her that. Yeah. And so we learned that Ro- the Patmans are throwing Roger a big party in the country club in a few weeks. Yeah. And Jess realises, hmm, I, I sort of didn't work out getting a Patman boy with boots, mm. but now there's another one. Aha, there's a spare one. <laughs> there's a spare Patman. <laughs> and he's going to be mine. Yeah. And Caroline Pierce, so we're getting a bit of a foreshadowing for the next the next book with oh, yeah. Caroline here. So she, she she's on the scene a lot. Um, she approaches and the others basically run off because they don't like her. Yeah. And yet they exploit her for gossip. Yeah. Like, it's not really very fair. That's, uh, yeah. Um, so Jess asks Liz for a lift who of course agrees because she does anything that Jessica <laughs> wants. And Liz is worried about Roger because like how will he cope with his new situation? Yeah. And then there is just the weirdest little subplot starts. Oh God, this thing, uh, Yeah. Just Todd strange. asks, like, have you noticed anything odd about Regina? Yeah. And there's all this big spiel about how gorgeous Regina yeah. is. And uh, she's deaf, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, she's deaf. She's deaf. Oh, my God. No, no, she's deaf. Poor Regina. Um, so after we're told all this, we find out that Liz has not noticed anything odd about her. And yeah. she's like, what's going up? And Todd's like, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Like, he's got some big secret. secret. It's, it's so, so peculiar, especially when you find out what's happening. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, uh, Bruce drives Roger home in one Bruce one, <laughs> and he's just a total dick. He's like, "Home sweet home," and poor Aww. Roger's all really uncomfortable. Yeah, like Bruce is going out of his way to be a dick to yeah. Roger because he's just like it is a big adjustment for Roger, and he's just making it hard for him. Also, his mother's just died. Yeah, exactly. Just Jesus people Bruce. have no empathy. <laughs> oh my god, they really don't. So his mother is horrible as well. She's awful. She is monstrous. She's like, she should um, know better. Whatever about Bruce. She really Bruce. should. Yeah, because she's like she's literally like a soap opera villainess. Yeah, like it's kind of amazing. It kind of is a bit. But she's <laughs> she's really awful. Yeah. So we find out that uh, there's some guests coming yes. this evening. Some business clients, the Fergusons. The Fergusons. Yeah. And they have to. Roger must impress them. Yeah, yeah. Like she kind of she she calls Roger aside. She's like in her bedroom, sitting in front of her vanity mirror, smoothing beauty cream into the skin oh. around her eyes. So she's like doing all this while <laughs> telling Roger to basically, you know, don't make a show me. Evil. And it's just so like evil and intimidating. Kind I, of. I imagine her being serving Alexis vibes. Oh, totally dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly what I'm getting from that. <laughs> so so it's very intimidating, and yeah. she sneers at his runners. She's like, she's literally like, what are they? Oh God, yeah. And she he's like they're tennis shoes yeah Um, so she tells him to look for Bruce for guidance on how to behave yeah and Roger takes refuge in his room which sounds so tacky it's just like this big sort of OTT you know like a sort of 
sort of Trump Tower kind of vibe there's like a four poster bed a mahogany writing desk like leather bound books why would any teenager need a fucking mahogany writing desk and you know those books were like bought (laughs) by the yard like no (laughs) member of the Patman family has ever looked in any of them no way so uh, poor Roger dresses in chinos yeah and uh, Bruce is, is a dick to him but Roger actually finds that a relief because at least Bruce is kind of blatant he's about up front about him. it yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas uh, Mrs. Patman is just snide and horrible yeah and she keeps calling him dear but it's all very kind of passive aggressive yeah she's yeah. a bitch so they uh, they greet the guests who the Fergusons mm. who are horrible they're awful and uh, give a bit of a description of the, the Fergusons they're they're, um, they're they're she's got like Really long. Na- I imagine her looking like Nancy Reagan. <laughs> he sounds like he's got sort of dyed black hair, a bit like Reagan, and she's like dripping jewels and his long, cold nails. God, it's just Cruella Deville. Like. I know yeah. she. She is. She's. She's quite monstrous, and yeah. they're really rude to him. Yeah, they're horrible, and he doesn't know what to do with all the cutlery. And instead, Bruce could have just said, "Go from the outside just, in." Yeah, like like that's a simple rule. Yeah, just go from the outside in. You do your best yeah. but instead he's just sort of sneering and mocking him and being really snide and humiliating poor Roger and then Roger to, ta- to sort of icing on the cake he spills red wine it spills on Mrs. Ferguson yeah and Roger runs away yeah he's mortified and like she's making a huge big deal out of it but it's literally like a tiny tiny spot on her dress and yeah it's like shut up my dress is ruined yeah she's just horrible so Roger runs away and nobody seems to care about him yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Jess is painting T-shirts for the cheerleaders' <laughs> garage sale. Oh, but before that, Jessica is uh, stretched out on the floor of Elizabeth's cream-coloured bedroom doing Jane Fonda exercises oh! to the tape in her Walkman. And these exercises have popped up before, and I just love them so much. And it's amazing she has a tape because friends of mine <gasps> back in the day, in the late nineties, used to do this radio program in a pirate station of like terrible records and one of the things they used to play which then used to get brought out and played at parties was an album of an 80s Jane Fonda workout oh, wow <laughs> which they put on parties you'd hear Jane Fonda going lift that pubic bone oh my at top volume so Amazing. I'm just imagining Jess listening to that however you know Jane Fonda was obviously onto something because she looks sensational oh my still. god <laughs> she does oh but my god. she did have an eating disorder in the 80s oh no really yeah if you want a podcast recommendation, listeners, you must remember this, which is one of my favourite podcasts. Oh, yeah. It did a series about Jane Fonda and uh, Jean Seberg. Oh. And it goes, it includes Jane's uh, workout years. Amazing. It is so <laughs> interesting. I strongly recommend it. Oh, that's but, great. Um, she, she looks amazing now. She does, because I'm just loving Grace and Frankie at the minute. I'm just like, she looks incredible. I know. And I love her. I yeah, genuinely love she's her. She's great. Um, so, yeah, go on, Jess. If, yeah. You know, if you could... Suppose you could do worse yeah. than look to Jane, though not for life, not for actual health advice, given yeah. what she was going through at the time. True. Uh, but yeah, after she does her her Walkman soundtrack t- exercises, <laughs> yeah. she uh, turns to painting T-shirts. Yeah. So <laughs> why are they doing this? Are they, are they like raising money for the? cheer squad yeah. or something and while she's doing this she starts talking about Roger and saying oh she he looks different because yeah. it's like money goggles he looks rich <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing chinos yeah. so she's made a decision as well that like Olivia just isn't right mm. with a new Roger yeah dripping with dollars <laughs> um, so Todd rings uh, for Elizabeth his car is broken <sighs> why why is any of this happening anyway he <laughs> reveals his Regina news oh fuck's sake yeah, so stupid it's so sh- <laughs> why is Todd such a nosy little weasel yeah so do you want to share what the news is yeah basically it's not even news it's really. not like he's just like oh so Regina's been missing classes she's been leaving school early been leaving school early it's like okay and is what why <laughs> is that it yeah why is that a thing yeah um so Liz is uh, Liz is intrigued, and she's because she's like, oh, why? Where's she going? And I was like, oh, I don't know, but we can find out if uh, if we can use your car. It's like, why? They, why are you uh, take this? None of your business. It's so bizarre. So uh, the next morning, um, Jessica is modelling one of her painted T-shirts, yeah. and she's painted it in aqua stripes to match <laughs> her eyes. There you go. 
Those aqua eyes. She gets her branding. She really does. <laughs> and we find out she's still casually seeing Neil Fremont. Oh, yeah. As seen in the last he, book. He was the victor of the, the two dates in the last book. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's back. He's yeah. back in the scene. All right. Uh, God, he's doing well with Jessica. Yeah. Normally you see people that many times. <laughs> uh, so en route to school, because uh, she's she Jess has gone off with Liz, um, Neil Fremont. So Liz is riding alone and she sees Olivia with her arms full of stuff for the Oracle so she yeah. has her lift yeah. and we're told that Olivia has a refreshing natural beauty hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a that's a bit like when she said that Edith was pretty in her yeah, own way it's kind of a feels like a burn somehow doesn't it it really does a refreshing natural yeah, beauty refreshing. Like, you know it's a break from all that regular beauty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all those like pretty girls yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a change <laughs> um, but poor Olivia she's a bit nervous because the Patlands uh, they seem to be having this non-stop cavalcade of celebration from Roger <laughs> which even though they hate him yeah. apart from Hank but the rest of them hate him so, but they're having a barbecue yeah a few weeks before the country club party this- and Olivia's Freaky out. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, oh, we're going to get to know all your friends before this big, ridiculous country club hoo ha. Yeah, um, and, and Olivia is not. Yeah, she's just nervous about making a good impression, and it's it's a lot of pressure, I think. Yeah. On she's her out of well. her element. Yeah, Patman world. Yeah, she's a chill hippie. Like she's not yeah. like <laughs> she's not into <laughs> job writing writing desk. Yeah, <laughs> fucking leather bound books <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> So later we discover Todd's plans. And his plan is to just follow Regina. They're literally just stalking Regina. Why it's are so weird. And Liz doesn't feel right about it. And it's not because this is crazy. It's because they're missing class themselves. <laughs> and Todd is like, Regina might be in some sort of trouble. Why do you think like, this? Yeah, she's she's literally leaving. Oh yeah, and he's, he's so kind of like involved for some reason because was it that he'd asked her what she was doing or something and when she, she was out of the off. car park and she just kind of ran off like, and her face went all red. And it's like... Oh, she didn't want to talk to me. Something's clearly terribly wrong. Because yes, I didn't want to talk to her from, my, from herself. Oh, stop. Like. So they follow her. She gets in a bus. They follow, they follow the, the bus. bus. Like it's so excessive. This is <laughs> mental. And then she gets out, and she she meets a a tall and handsome yes. thirty-something man, <gasps> older man. He kisses her on the cheek. Yeah. And uh, they go together into a glamorous building. Yeah. So the uh, the stalkers wonder what's happening and while they're pondering this, Lila turns up. Yeah, she's, she's been, been to the dentist. Across the road, yes. yeah. And she's like, hmm. Um, <laughs> and then she also spots Roger and he's shopping with Mr. Patman. In the sports shop. Wow. You, <laughs> they ran out of good names after Foxy Bells. <laughs> the sports shop. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. But, uh, but it's all going down at the sports shop because Mr. Patman is lavishing Roger with goodies. Yeah, he's buying him tennis rackets and new runners, runners and, and loads all of, kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. So it's for the first time he's like, he's enjoying his riches. Yes. Yeah. So like, now it's like maybe it's not so bad after all. <laughs> Yay. Um, so barbecue day has arrived. Yes. We find out that Jess has bought a new swimsuit. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, well, in French it's pronounced Mayo. Mayo, Which yeah. is just the French for swimsuit. It's just... Like, it's just been a regular I swimsuit. think it's just like a one piece. Yeah, like... Yeah. She was going to buy a bikini, but the girl in Foxy Mamas <laughs> told her that this was more sophisticated. Yeah. And if someone in Foxy Mamas says it's sophisticated... Well, they know their stuff. They know it is. <laughs> so she asks Liz, uh, before they head off, she asks, is Regina bringing her older man to the party? Uh, because oh, yeah. she's heard... That Regina's seeing That's somebody. That's it, yeah, because Lila obviously spotted Regina too and now yeah. she's just talking shit about her for no good reason. Yes. <laughs> like she's just in some weird vendetta oh. against Regina. Yeah, which is like, kind okay. of what I thought would happen. You know, we were I we expressed surprise when Regina arrived that the um, that Lila was sort of happy to see her because yeah. we both thought she'd be threatened she's by competition, her. competition, yeah. Yeah, and now it's just the latest She's just gone happened. full throttle the other way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like okay. this would have made more sense a few books ago. Yeah. Why is it something Yeah, now? and it's such, it's really weird and like one-sided as well because Regina's just like Everything's fine. I'm just over here. Like Lila's like, just there, like plotting away for no good reason. She really is. Yeah. Uh, so at the barbecue, Jess is sucking up to Miss Mrs. Patman. It's like, oh, your home's beautiful. Oh, I'm a diet perfect girl who oh, should be yeah, going she's up really to you. Putting on a show. Um, and there's an amazing bit where we find out that Bruce is there with some older ladies. Oh, we're like, where did you get them? <laughs> and he's wearing what George <laughs> Edith's boyfriend says is. The smallest bathing suit I've ever seen. It's <laughs> and Todd is like, it looks like a band-aid. <laughs> Bruce. Oh oh. It started with the tiny running shorts. Oh, <laughs> getting smaller. Now he's in teeny tiny speedos. What's next? 
speak. <laughs> oh, oh, the mental image. Mm-hmm. It's too much. They, could, they couldn't put that in the audiobooks. No. <laughs> but no one could read that with a straight face anyway. Oh, God. Um, so, strangely enough, Olivia isn't in hysterics at this site. She's uh, <laughs> she's alone and she's 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 not feeling good. She's, yeah. she's just kind of uncomfortable and she's awkward. She's nervous and, yeah. She feels like her, she, her old bikini is too oh, scruffy. Yeah, and because she arrived early because Roger asked her to come a bit early so yeah. he introduced her to everybody. And when she did, what's her face? Mrs. Patman opened the door and just said something like, and who might this be? And just gave her a look like she was someone delivering packages. Oh. So that just kind of threw her because you were yeah. just being a bitch from the start for no reason. I like. know. So why are you throwing these this barbecue? Know, like, yeah. no one's making you. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, <laughs> Jessica, meanwhile, is fawning over Mrs. Patman. She keeps helping her. Like, oh, let yeah. me clear these glasses off. And the Fergusons are there as well. And it's like, what are you what doing, are you doing here? <laughs> barbecue <laughs> in the, the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Patman is, is clearly impressed and she's she's snide about Olivia to Roger. Yeah. And later she kind of takes Jessica aside and more or less, in fact, literally says, you should be Roger's date. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's really shitty. Yeah, it's, oh, she's a giant but, bitch. Yeah, but Jessica's loving this, of oh course, because she's just like, just, she's like, yeah, step one, I've got Mrs. Patman on side. side. Yeah. And Mrs. Patman is clearly a bitch oh, uh, she's equal to Jessica's yeah, own. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, Lila and Caroline confront Regina about her older man. Um, and Todd and Liz and Enid belatedly realise that Lila is threatened by Regina. Uh-huh. Um, so Todd wants to investigate more. But Liz, <laughs> under, quite rightly, is like, look, we've done enough. We're going to make things worse. This yeah. is none of our business. <laughs> yeah, let's actually stay out of something for but once. Todd, for, it is inexplicably, he's crazed. It's weird that he's so intent on mm. like getting involved in this and actually it's usually Elizabeth that kind of elbows her way into people's lives That's and true. for once oh, she's actually the concern. one yeah. yeah exactly yeah it's weird that he's so invested it's like yeah, this why? has nothing to do with you Todd just let it go it seems very out of character it's weird um, so at the buffet Olivia inexplicably tells Jess oh, I wish it could be more like you never why? admit anything to Jessica like. also it's very out of character for Olivia Yeah, like I don't think Olivia would even think it or say it like I know she feels awkward but I don't think she'd wish she was like Jessica yeah but I suppose she just sees Jessica being a hit like with mm, Mrs. Patman true, and yeah. all these horrible adults that are there and sort of Jessica's so confident and Jessica of course realises the best way to get rid of Olivia is to pretend to help her yeah yeah but actually throw her under the bus yes but quite craftily so her first she's obviously going to plan to give her terrible advice and the first thing she says to do but I, I don't think in any circles that I move in this, this would go down badly is so weird <laughs> she's like oh load up on loads of food and then everybody's yeah. like oh look at all the food in her plate like you should see the plate that I'm holding oh in a barbecue God, it it's is so stupid yeah because they're at the buffet and Jessica's like oh you know or, or Olivia's kind of freaking out she's like I don't know what I should take or how much I should take and Jessica's yeah. just like oh just pile it just high. pile it on whatever be yourself and she's like okay so she takes like a burger and a dessert and everyone's really embarrassed for her there when she sits down and it's like what is your problem? Who oh, cares? Like, if I'm at a barbecue that has a buffet, like I'm straight in there on the dessert. I've actually got a plate in both hands, like to load I mean, it all in. Yeah, why are what? they so judgy? Especially it's when so they're weird. always, you know, they were looking at Winston like eating seven pizzas exactly. to the point of puking yeah, last week. It's like, like, why are you kids so invested in what she's having for her? Like, let's all just have fucking dessert for dinner. Who cares? Like, it's, just, just, it's a bunch of sixteen-year-olds <laughs> in a fucking yeah. barbecue. Like, yeah. why oh. are they all so formal? Weird. So after this. Apparent faux pas. Yeah, apparently that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's like, okay. Jessica <laughs> is in the pool and she has a spectacular dive and Olivia's yeah. like, well, I'll try one too, but oh. it goes wrong and she belly she flops. Belly flops. Oh. So I can feel the pain. Like. Oh. <laughs> so she decides, she's like, I'm just going to stay out of the pool oh. from now on. And Bruce approaches Jess and this is very, this seems so contrived. He's yeah. like, oh, I want to play tennis with you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. But then she thinks, oh, this Hang could be a way second, of getting yeah. at Olivia. Yeah, she kind of sets up a, a tennis doubles. game, a doubles game. Yeah, that'll be her and Bruce with uh, playing with Roger and Olivia. But like, it's entirely to show up Olivia because yeah, Olivia Jessica, doesn't play tennis. Yeah, and Jessica is of course amazing at tennis because yes. she's a Wakefield. So well, she's, we have she's great established at that back in playing with fire, and she, she could beat Bruce at tennis, and she's better than Bruce at tennis. Yeah, yeah. so uh, she um, a few days later, Olivia rings. Jess, just yeah. as the twins are going to watch a new film on their video cassette recorder. <laughs> Very fancy. <laughs> nice thinking. I think my family had a video before the Wakefields, which surprises me. Oh. We didn't have a Spanish-style ranch house. We, <laughs> we had one. This is probably about 1987. 
We yeah. had one, one before then. <laughs> um, so Liz listens in because she doesn't trust Jessica and yeah. rightly so. And she hears that Olivia has invited Jess to a doubles match, which of course Jess. Oh, okay, yeah. She, she doesn't know the that Jess for this. And this yeah, yeah. And um, Jessica's like, oh, I'm so rusty. Which is a lie. Yeah. And then says, oh, I think you should buy some new tennis gear. Like, I'll help you. Because you know what? The tennis shop is having a sale. (laughs) (laughs) So lazy. Oh my God. Get whoever came up with Foxy Mamas and the sets and the shady lady. Put them on the case, please. Yes. (laughs) They clearly were not at work that month. No. So, um... Liz is very suspicious, but Jess is like, I'm just trying to protect Olivia from Lila. Lila's after Roger. So I don't know why Jess or Liz even buys that Jessica would yeah. do this because she wouldn't. It's so out of character. And yeah, it's she's clearly up to something. Like. Yeah, oh my God. So obviously. Yeah. So the next day, Regina's older man turns up at the school in a Ferrari and collector. Oh, not just any Ferrari. A beige Ferrari. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine that. It just sounds so weird. I know. It's like I meant to Google it actually to be like, is there even such a thing as a beige Ferrari? Oh, like, we please why? listeners find us a beige Ferrari. Oh my god! Surprises. I was just like, how how is that? You know, the choice. The sexy. Like, car. You, know, you know what's really opulent? A, a beige, beige Ferrari. Ferrari. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so she just gets into the base Ferrari and um, <laughs> Lila and Caroline are drinking it all in. Oh, they're loving it, yeah. So um, while they're gawping, yeah. Jess and Olivia go tennis clothes shopping. In the, tennis the tennis shop. shop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Olivia's really uncomfortable. It's like, oh, I don't know about this. And then Jess, it's such a sneaky bitch move because she's like, just wear what you're comfortable with. Just wear uh, your own track shorts. Yeah. Like, you'll be fine. Uh, and that doesn't matter because I'm so rusty. This is all just casual. And then she's like, oh, and I think you should buy a fancy dress for the party. And the dress isn't like Olivia's style. Oh, it's, yeah, it's super expensive and she's a bit horrified. But uh, <laughs> let's stop in the designer shop for oh, a for minute. And I, I have had it with these shop names. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is a, a new low. This is just terrible. They couldn't even go to Lisette's. No, the designer shop oh, literally is like, stop. Oh, <laughs> good God. Um, but Olivia had no intention of going to the designer shop because she, she had planned to make her own That's dress. That's right. She's got some nice fabric. She's going to do it herself. Yeah. She's but, crafty. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But Jess is like, oh no, Roger needs you to rise Ugh. above that now. Yeah. So, because it's really pushing her insecurities. Oh, it's big time. So she's just yeah pushing evil. buttons and yeah, kind of breaking down her confidence and it's so mean. Ugh. So the next day, uh, Lila's bitching and gossiping about Regina and the, <laughs> you know, whoa, the older man. She yeah. really is obsessed. She really is. And Caroline is like, oh, my boyfriend can't come to the party. They're like, your boyfriend? Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, yes. His, his name's Adam. Uh, he lives two hours away. You don't know him. He <laughs> He's in Canada. His name is George. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go to the school. But he writes letters all the time. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, that's the first we hear of him. And the next book is called Love, Love letters. letters. So just a little heads up there. Yeah. Uh, setting the seed. So Todd and Liz ask Regina about her older man and she could, I don't know why she doesn't say something but anyway. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, She just runs off. So it's a doubles match and unsurprisingly Olivia feels terrible. Yeah. She's in a ratty old shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, and Jessica's after turning up in like a sleek tennis dress that oh, she's after borrowing off Lila so she, she really is. looks the part and she's yeah. amazing at tennis so she's really just fucking showing poor Olivia up and completely. it's actually really painful because Roger is really enjoying tennis. Yeah. And he's sort of into it and Olivia's just kind of crap and she just knows she's crap. It's yeah. actually quite realistic. It and is, she's yeah. getting pissed. She feels terrible so she's kind of ratty. And, uh, and Roger keeps kind of shouting advice across at her and she's just getting annoyed even though he's just yeah. kind of having fun and trying to be helpful but and she's, she's just, just like, this is, I hate it. It's actually <laughs> yeah. really realistic. It is, yeah. I will give it that. Yeah. And Roger doesn't really get how um, uncomfortable she yeah, is. Yeah, he's not really getting that she's having a terrible time. And he's a bit clueless, but um, Jessica basically drives her home when so so she can't spend time with Roger. Yeah, she sort of says, "Well, you know, I'll take you home now." As soon as the match is finished, yeah, she kind of whisks her away because I guess well she can see Olivia's upset, so she's like, "Oh, let's just go." Yeah, Uh, you know, I'll just let them part in awkward terms without having a normal moment. Don't resolve anything. (laughs) Let's just head off. Oh, she's so scheming. Yeah. Um, so Liz hears from Regina the rumours are upsetting her so much she wants to meet after school yeah and she she 
by the way, the thought of just telling everybody the truth doesn't seem to cross her mind. Oh, anyway. Yeah, it's another pointless subplot. Oh, God, it's so stupid. So Liz goes to the Morrow Mansion, which of course is much more homey than the Patmans. Ooh, much cosier. Yes, giant mansion. <laughs> I like my mansions to be cosy. <laughs> Well, we found out in the in Kidnap that it had, like, arcade games. Oh, it was a fucking house from Cluedo, sure. Yeah. Remember? There was a billiard room and everything. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> so, um, it does sound pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so, Regina reveals the truth, that the older man is Lane Townsend. Mm. And even Liz has heard of him. Yeah. He runs a modelling agency. He does. It's the Lane Townsend Modelling Agency. Yes. One of the best agencies on the West Coast. Which is inexplicably in Sweet Valley and not in LA. Yeah. Or San Francisco or an actual city. (laughs) So, anyway. uh, He wants her to model for Ingenue magazine. Yeah, they've been running a contest for the last few months. And he, like spotted her and thought she was perfect for the job and she's uh, turns out that she was so amazing she's <laughs> going to be on the cover of the next Ooh, issue yeah but she hasn't told anybody about it because she feels a bit self-conscious yeah it's also a bit weird that it's like she had to get special permission to leave school early a few times to go to the, for the shooting and it's like why aren't her parents there yeah, she's, she's like underage. she's sixteen, and she's just kind of like getting collected from school by this modeling agency yeah. guy. It's like, oh, I don't know about this beige Ferrari or no. Yeah, <laughs> like, modeling agencies, yeah. especially in the eighties, doesn't feel right. No. Yeah. Um, but it turns out like he's not sleazy at all. He's happily married. She's babysat for yeah. him and his wife, and Liz is like, well, look, I can tell everybody the truth. But Regina, even though. Yeah, why does she keep it a None secret? None of this makes like, sense. It like, oh, if you, I can fight my own battles. One minute she's self-conscious, the next it's like, well, they'll discover the truth soon, soon enough. And it's like, yeah, they'll discover it sooner if you just fucking said what the story is. Like. Yeah, <laughs> just tell people. Modeling. Yeah, like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and then we discover this is so fucked. Given what we find <laughs> out later, oh god, Sky yeah. Morrow is delighted. Sky Morrow, mother of Regina, in case yes. you've forgotten, um, is delighted because she always hoped Regina would model. Um, and she also always worried that the medicine she took while pregnant caused Regina's deafness. And somehow she's like, oh, I never thought that Regina would be able to do what I could do. Why? She's deaf. Like, she's, yeah. You know, why couldn't she be a model? But anyway, it's like, now she's following in my footsteps. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But we find out later that the medicine, like, the medicine that she took was like slimming pills. We don't oh, yeah. find it in this book. Oh, my God. So it's like, yeah. I cannot believe if you're guilty about the medicine you know taking medication that made your daughter deaf you would want her to enter the industry that, that basically made you take slimming pills yeah 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 like Ooh, yeah it's no Scott <laughs> you are not healthy mm. so anyway that's somehow Sky's delighted that in her terrifying way that her daughter is living out her dreams <laughs> oh God, yeah. her, her own uh, her own life that's I'm sure most child psychologists would say that isn't a really healthy form of parenting. Not super great. But uh, (laughs) anyway, Regina asks Liz not to tell a word, tell anybody, even Todd. Even Todd. It's like, this is so stupid. Just (laughs) just everything about it's stupid. Yeah. So um, Olivia asks Liz for advice and it's quite poignant. She says, does she dress like a freak? Aw. Aw, you you enjoy your... Do your thing. Do your oversized floral skirts <laughs> thing <laughs> get on with your bad self Olivia exactly. I think you're cool yeah you're actually the most relatable person she actually <laughs> she actually is it's true um, Liz consoles her <clears> and <throat> then this is a bit of foreshadowing for the next book if I remember correctly Olivia tells her that there's a writing competition oh, a, yeah. a, play, a script writing competition run by Mr. Jaworski <laughs> the SVH drama coach oh yeah and oh yeah, he was in charge of the play, wasn't he? When they did yeah, Splendor the in the Grass. Was in, yeah, the completely inappropriate play. <laughs> <laughs> well, God knows what sort of plays he'll be judging in this competition. Yeah. So Jessica turns up for for Li- Olivia because she's helping her make her her party dress. And oh, this yeah. is like, oh, really? Mm, yeah. None of this sounds like Jessica. <laughs> yeah. And then when Jess Olivia tries on her dress, Jess is like, no, won't do. Yeah, she's like, no, that's too informal. Yeah, you right. need yeah. something fancy yeah. uh, for Roger's sake. And it's all like, Roger needs you to dress like yeah, this. Yeah, and it's still just like chipping away at any bit of confidence yeah, that Olivia had and just kind of, yeah, pushing her it's buttons. It's so shitty. In a way that sounds like she's helping her, but she's just undermining her completely yeah. all the time. And after she leaves, Olivia's like, oh man, look, that it, maybe that is what Roger needs. Like, I can't be that. Oh. So I do feel sorry for her. Yeah. And uh, back in the Patman hellhole Mrs. Patman is tells Roger she doesn't approve of running oh it's so stupid like, like Bruce running. runs <laughs> yeah she literally her son ran in the same racism yeah. and then when she finds out he wants to be a doctor she's like 
She's a pulse. She's a pulse. Like, who objects to someone wanting to be a doctor? I do not buy this at all. She's like, like I suppose it's a good profession, but it's so messy. It's like your husband owns a fucking canning factory. I know. Like, what's glamorous about that? These rich bitches would only love to have a doctor in the family. I so know. this does not check out. More glamorous at all. than running a canning factory. Fucking big time. Like, no yeah. offense to anybody who wants a canning factory. Of course not. <laughs> I would think in terms of <laughs> But in terms prestige, of like Yeah, like old being money, a surgeon snob dickheads. Like, yeah. Being a surgeon is more impressive. They'd be so into that. Uh, but so no. yeah, this doesn't... This Even Roger can't it. believe she doesn't agree yeah. with that. Which is at least something realistic. Um, so she basically tells him explicitly she doesn't want him to take Olivia to the party. Yeah. And Roger so defends mean. Olivia, but like he's he's uncomfortable because he's sort of, I'm living in their house. He's so out of his element. Like mm. he's just not, yeah. Um, and then Bruce... Now, here's a slightly stupid moment. So Bruce is is a dick to him again. So mm. Makes some sort of sneering remark. And it sort of riles Roger up. And he's like, right, I'll make the Patlands proud of him. I'll do things their way. I was like, surely that's more likely to make him go, fuck you, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we've shown he's, he's, yeah. he's, quite, he's got quite a strong sense of self in yeah. the past. You know, in the in um, when he was racing, he, he stood up to pressure. He was like... yeah. You know, very strong-willed, and like now he's like, "Okay, Bruce, I'll, I'll show you by sh- doing everything by, you want by doing exactly what you want me to do." Like, oh, that's not showing anyone anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So Regina tells Liz that uh, Lane Townsend has proofs of ingenue, <laughs> um, and Lila overhears her mention Lane and thinks, "Oh, she's meeting her mystery lover." Yeah. So she follows. Oh, in her lime green triumph. Oh, <laughs> is this the first time we've heard of the lime green triumph? I, I think, think it might it be. Is. Yeah. <gasps> the classic, the ultimate car. It's so good. Yeah. So at 2.25, Lila was sitting in her lime green triumph. Yay. Her eyes riveted on the front entrance of Sweet Valley High. It's like, <gasps> oh, fucking lime green triumph. I love that lime green triumph. <laughs> classic. Oh, the best car. Better than one Bruce one. It's actually iconic. Like. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I'm so into it. Um, <laughs> so she drives off at it after Lane and Regina and then she's shocked when they go into Lane's modelling agency. Uh-huh. So, because obviously she's heard of the Lane Townsend agency. Yes, yeah, so she's kind of slowly putting it together. And the staff are like, oh, hello, are you here for the ingenue competition? She's like, yes. Yeah, 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 that, that's what I'm here and for. And then she manages to get, the, oh yeah, she sees a proof of yeah. the ingenue cover. And it's like, everybody's raving about this beautiful Regina. And she's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but she's, she, somehow... I don't really don't think this is how good modeling agencies work. They're like, well, we can get you an appointment with Lane like tomorrow. Like really? Yeah, it's so weird. And Just also, random teenager. She, she has a real. She has such a Jessica moment as well because she's like. She's just so got it out for Regina. And she's like, he'll take he'll take one look at me, she assured yeah. herself. And he'll tear Regina's pictures up. <laughs> put me on the cover, start from scratch. It's like, how is that? <laughs> That's the not how magazines work no. as well. It's like Jessica with your man. Um, what was his name? The Frank? Jeremy Frank. Oh, like, yeah. He'll meet me and put me on his TV show. It's like, why? What are you talking about? Why? <laughs> All of this is insane. So yeah, yeah she's like, oh, that changes mind. When he, um, yeah, he'll see me and just put me on the cover instead. It's like, okay, like, sure. <sighs> yeah, can you tell yourself that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, meanwhile, poor Olivia tells Roger she can't go to the party. Aww. And she and Roger have a big fight. Yeah. And it's just like, look, you... And it's kind of realistic, actually. It is. Because he's, he's sort of upset. And then she's kind of on the defensive. And she ends up by saying that, you know, he needs somebody who's suited to his fancy new life. And he's like, well, fine. M- maybe I do. Oh, yeah. It's like... Come on, let's just actually properly talk to each yeah. other because you know, um, you know, you're both you're both okay. Well, yeah. I'm losing my sympathy for Roger in this one, I've got to say, yeah, a little bit, kind of a bit of a dick. Um, so uh, Liz has met Olivia, who is heartbroken because things are so awful with Roger. She confronts Jess about this, and because uh, she knows that Jessica was, you know, had something to do with it with all her scheming. And Jess is like, <laughs> and says, oh, I'm, I'm going to see Olivia to console her. Yeah. There's, sorry, there's just a really funny bit when um, Elizabeth is telling Jess about having run into Olivia and how um, how upset she was. She's like, I just ran into her downtown and she looked absolutely terrible. <laughs> Jessica's like, what was she wearing? <laughs> <laughs> That is genuinely good. That is good. Oh, well, touche. I have to give her that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she is evil. 
Oh, we're completely evil. Sorry, because <laughs> she's going off to see to see uh, Roger, of course. And yeah. Mrs. Patman is delighted to oh, see her thrilled. roll up. <laughs> yeah. um, so she tells Roger that Olivia was jealous of his new life and that she was going to dump him. Yeah. So he wouldn't have a date and everybody would laugh at him. It's all a bit Carrie. It's so weird. Yeah. She's like, oh, she was going to break the date and you turn up on your own. And it's like, why? Why do you believe this? Yeah. Like, why does you everyone know just, Olivia? You know that just, Jessica is is a bitch, and everyone just believes everything Jessica says all the time. It's like why? And Jessica's like, I I need to date myself, and Roger's like, OMG, we can go together. It's <laughs> like oh, idea. yeah, <laughs> great idea. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> So Lila then somehow has got this meeting with Lane Townsend. Why? <laughs> How did she finagle her oh, way into so this? Oh, it's so stupid. And he tells her, oh, the competition was weeks ago. Yeah. And we have an amazing cover girl. And it's Regina. And that is kind of amazing. Oh, bit. my God. I love this so much. <laughs> Go on, share it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, so she's all disappointed because he's he's just not interested, basically. Yeah. So she's about to leave. Um, and Lane just says... Uh, Lila, try not to be too disappointed about the modelling job. You're a pretty girl, but you don't really have the right facial structure, I'm afraid. You wouldn't like how flat your face would look in photographs. Oh, <laughs> oh that is oh, Lila. such a great You flat-faced girl. bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, it's... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh good lord! Oh, I need to go. Oh, we don't have. A, I don't have a glass of water. It's <laughs> almost too much for me. <laughs> she is a flat face. She does have a flat face. <laughs> oh, good god! Oh, oh Valley! If ever someone got what they deserved, ooh, that is so satisfying. That's amazing. <laughs> um. And uh, unfortunately, Jessica doesn't really get what she deserves. Oh, she never does, though. No, it's true. Um, because Roger has overheard Mrs. Patman telling horrible Mrs. Ferguson yeah. <coughs> about her scheme and how she was, like, teaming up with Jessica. Yeah, she's like, oh, you know, we planned it all at the barbecue and whatever. So we were going of... to make Roger break up with that yeah. stupid hippie and <laughs> go out with that lovely blonde, lovely blonde waspy girl. girl. Yeah. Um, so... He wings up Jessica and is like, can I call over? And he pretends he doesn't know anything. Yeah, so he's kind, kind of, of a weird But like he's revenge. raging and he's he's going over to the Wakefield house and you're like, okay, he's going to have it out and yeah. call her out and, and it's all going to kick off. And he just kind of doesn't do any of that. No, <laughs> he all. gets her and Liz to come yeah. over to Olivia's. He sort of pretends he doesn't know anything. But he, Yeah, but then he kind of pointedly says stuff like, oh, Jess, you and Olivia have gotten so close lately. Kind of like insinuating that he knows what she's been yeah. up to but not actually saying anything I know it's, it's like, not a good revenge just fucking call her out like yeah. I know and uh, she won't go anyway to the house yeah. so she just gets off scot-free yeah. and Liz goes with them to the car uh, uh, off in the car to Olivia's and meanwhile just yeah. like oh well and rings Neil Freebound she's Neil Freebound and he's like okay. <laughs> that was some dignity Neil Jesus I know come on dude well, he's clearly got terrible taste he's going out with her at all let alone like three times so they're in the car um and Roger tells Liz the whole story and they go to the Davidson's house, which is pretty cool. It's designed by her uncle who's an architect. Yeah. It's pretty great. And Olivia enters looking like a princess. Aww. And Roger throws himself at her mercy. And uh, even for once, he tells the truth and, and even Liz can't defend Jess. Thank God she doesn't even try. Yeah. Um, though it has to be said that both Olivia and Roger are a bit too keen to blame themselves. Well, like, I was so foolish. I was yeah, so foolish. Like, like, oh, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. It's Jessica's fault. Yes. <laughs> Someone please blame her. It is not. Oh, my Lord. Uh, yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, I want you to go to the party. It's only you. And she's like, okay. And then after she, after he leaves, Olivia shows Liz the dress. But yeah, because while they've been having this whole like reconciliation moment, Liz is just kind of standing there. there. Like, it's like, dude, maybe just step out of the room. For yeah, give him a moment. <laughs> just come on. So um, uh, Liz sees the dress and it's amazing. Yeah, she's like, it's it's lovely. Wear it. Like, yeah. it's really cool. And she confronts Jess. Uh, she goes home and she confronts Jess, who yeah. of course lies and said she didn't realise Olivia was so insecure. And Liz Such just sort of shit. swallows it. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. So it's like, oh, just someone properly give out to her yeah, there's something. Yeah, there's a bit where it says, it was impossible to stay angry with Jessica, however hard she tried. I no, can you're, you're not trying hard enough. I, would, I could, you I wouldn't were, have to try you hard. You are not putting any effort into this. Yes. Just yeah. give it a go. 
for once. Mm. Um, and then Jessica is distracted. Uh, she Or she tries to distract Liz because she's got the new issue of Ingenue. Ingenue and there's Regina. And Todd uh, is apparently looking for um, for Liz. And he's, as we find out later, he was like annoyed that she didn't tell him Regina's secret. Oh. It's like, why are you so weird? Shut Todd? up, Todd. <laughs> so nosy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> so they're at the country club and yeah. it's decorated all fancy. So there's floating candles and everything. Yeah. Mm. God, well, these floating candles. Yeah. <laughs> are they still a thing? I don't know. Oh. I think they got really big in the 90s there for a while. Yeah, you put them in your bath. Yeah. A bit of a fire hazard. A little bit. Something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the party is swinging. Uh, Jess is with Neil. Lila's got a college boy called Drake. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Where did they get these college kids from? Yeah. I don't know. He's 16, Drake. Look, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and Roger's like a bit sarky to Jess, but not enough, quite frankly. Not nearly as much as she deserves. Oh, like, God. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is. Um, so, and Olivia looks gorgeous. She does. And it's very nice. Yeah. And the Fergusons turn up. Why are they there? Well, okay. First of all, why are they there? They're but clients. Also, there's a receiving line for Roger. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? It's at the end of a wedding. It's... Receive like literally weddings or like the president. Like, why would there be a receiving line for a sixteen-year-old dude? Like, I, none of it makes any to sense. To celebrate his mother dying. So yeah, effectively. so but yeah, so like when the Fergusons arrive on, it's like they're coming up the receiving line. And, it's it's oh I. Don't understand it at all. Oh, it makes no sense. None. And then, of course, she's really rude, Mrs. Ferguson. She's like, I thought you were coming with that pretty blonde. Yeah, she's a bitch. She kind of just looks Olivia up and down and she's like, hmm. Yeah. yours, Jessica, basically. It's and like, and Roger was like, well, there was some misunderstanding. I yeah. uh, thought my girlfriend, Olivia, couldn't come, but she can come. And Mrs. Uh, Ferguson is really rude. Yeah, she's horrible. And then Mrs. Patlin takes Roger aside. She's like, oh, you were very rude to Mrs. Ferguson. Yeah. But he wasn't. He wasn't at all, like... And she was horrible. At last, Hank steps up. Finally. Steps up in front of like he's been nice. Hank has been nice to Roger throughout. He has. But he's been. It's like every so often there'll be something will go down and then Hank will turn up and start booming happily. It's like that's kind of his thing. He just arrives into a room and starts booming happily and everything's fine again. But he never actually tells his wife yeah, really to, to like leave on. this poor kid alone. Yeah. But, but then he does say. Uh, he defends Roger and uh, he calls Mrs. Ferguson an old cow. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But also, why is he married to that awful woman? Yeah. Like, he seems kind of grand. Like I suppose we remember what he was like back in the youth. Oh, he was a dick in college. So maybe he married a fellow dick and, and then he got out. nice. Yeah. But she stayed evil. <laughs> <laughs> she just got worse. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. They did produce Bruce. Maybe that shocked him into being oh, nice. God, yeah. I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Uh, so he says, like, Roger is part of the family now and... Uh, Roger admits it's been hard to settle in, but he's happy to be a Patman. Oh. Bit, a bit quick, but um, whatever. I'm glad. Yeah, look, he's happy, so yeah. that's nice. And him and Olivia are back on track. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah. And Mrs. Patman accepts it sort of grudgingly. Yeah. She's like, Ugh, if I must. It's like, Ugh, whatever. Um, so segue to the the sort of next storyline. Um, because Lila is annoyed when Caroline and Cara are showing her a copy of Ingenue in yeah. the jacks. I yeah. mean, sorry, the ladies' lounge. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but it sounds very sumptuous. There's no jacks in a country club. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting in the loo. Yeah. Loos, plural. And you can't imagine there's just one. Um, so they're in this very sumptuous ladies' loo. Yeah. And uh, they ask about Caroline's famous Adam. And Caroline's yeah. like, oh, I, I just got a letter. And she, she reads some of it out and it's uh, it's quite poetic. It is, yeah. It's uh, it's quite dramatic. Can you can you give us even a couple of lines? It ends in a very dramatic It, it does, it does. Um, okay. <laughs> you asked me the other day how much I loved you. Caroline, it's pretty hard to measure how I feel. Let <gasps> me put it this way. I love you to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach from <gasps> feeling out of sight. And if you'll be mine, nothing shall ever keep us apart. I'll love you even more after our deaths. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Why do I keep feeling like someone's getting murdered? Well, yeah, they are really <laughs> setting things up for one of the a, super thrillers. Yeah. Which no one ever does get murdered, if I remember right. I don't think so. It's yeah. just like a robbery. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they ask us like, okay, he's a bit, you know, he's a bit, bit, bit intense. intense. <laughs> yeah. And when is he visiting? And Carol's yeah. like, oh, 
I don't know. Soon, next weekend, maybe? Yeah. Oh, could there be anything suspicious about hmm. this? <laughs> um, and when, when they leave, we discover that Caroline is worried. Can, oh. you, can you give us the... The final yeah, moment. Uh, yeah, because she's just kind of like a bit freaked out and it's like, oh, what's up with her? And our little teaser for the next book then is, what is Caroline afraid of? <gasps> Find out in Sweet Valley High 17. Love, Love letters. letters. <gasps> and that's it. That is, that is Rags to Riches. Oh, Boom. it was quite something. That was great. It really was. <laughs> it was very entertaining. I really liked that one. Yeah, me too. Oh, there were some great outfits. Um, oh my God, yeah. Do you have some stats and outfits for I us? I do, I do. Okay, okay. Are you ready for this? I don't know if I am now. The, the blue-green eyes yeah. get six mentions. Whoa! Okay, the blondness, yeah. 12. I'm, <laughs> I'm speechless. Oh my Lord. I'm, I literally flung myself back in my chair yeah, it was dramatic <gasps> I know 12 they haven't like, done that since maybe the first book they didn't even do that in the first book I think Whoa. it was like 6 or something good in lord in the first book 12 that is really over egg too much I suppose they are t- going on about a, about Mrs Ferguson's going on about Jessica a lot yeah yeah the Mrs. blonde Patman. girl the blonde girl mm, yeah. the blonde girl oh, that is a lot uh, and also Jessica admires her own legs twice Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> very so, specific so that happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> Good lord. So, yeah. uh, what outfits could so they live up to these, on the outfits, to these beauties? It's, I know, yeah. It's okay. A lot of the Come outfits, on. it's pretty much like, yeah, the Olivia Davidson oh. hippie fashion show. She's got, she's got quite a few ensembles she's got, in uh, it. Yeah, she's got game. So, she wears at one point an oversized cotton sweater belted with an Indian sash over a fringed skirt. It doesn't sound like it would go together. She's wearing a sweatshirt, basically. <laughs> uh, another point. Oh, yeah, when she gets into the car with Liz, she's wearing a simple necklace made of raw hide and beads. Ugh, and leather long, necklace. No, and, no, no. And long silver earrings that made her look like a Mexican princess. Mm, is that cultural appropriation? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's a white girl. <laughs> um, what else? Well, oh, there's, there's no actual Mexican people in oh, well, Valley at the moment. Oh, Eventually. Oh, there's Manuel. <laughs> there's Manuel. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, but yeah, that's a while away yet. Um, Jessica, uh, when she's going to the pool party, she's uh, she's dressing up all conservative and mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth is slightly uh, worried because the last time she did that was when she was going out with Bruce Patman <gasps> and buying her clothes in the Boston shop. Oh, <laughs> Jessica Fletcher outfits. Yeah. But no, at this point, she's uh, to impress the Patmans, she's wearing a pair of crisp white tennis shorts and a turquoise polo shirt. (gasps) Very much the sort of thing I would have worn in my youth. Um, We have some more Olivia stuff where she wears oversized army pants, sandals and a bright yellow t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Actually, that could be quite cool. Her usual bandana was twisted into a thin band around her forehead, holding forth, <laughs> holding her froth of brown curls out of her eyes. Well, that's getting a bit apocalypse now towards the a end with the bandana. Bit, but like, bit, you know, uh, a little tight t-shirt and some combat. But yeah, the, the t-shirt and the, the pants sound okay. Yeah, that's all um, right. Her brown curls held back by a silver and gold braided rope. Mm. And she was wearing a loose a man-sized cotton shirt belted over a flowered skirt. See, it's I. I mean, each to their own. I yeah. usually think if you're going to go big at one end of your body, go fit it at the other. <laughs> you think just so. for a bit of balance. But there's know. also, I think, when her and Roger have a big row, um, she kind of like all upset, cycles off in a hurry, and I just feel like cycling oh, is dangerous. There's so much things. floaty stuff there. Yeah. It is just asking to get tangled up in oh, a bike chain. God, a I hideous. Was, I was slightly stressed out reading about <laughs> her cycling away in a hurry. I was like, please don't be wearing everything floaty right now. We never hear having a floaty clothes related injury so no <laughs> maybe she's just right. she's got it down and then the very last outfit uh, which I fucking love it's Mrs. Patman uh, at the pool party and uh, okay so the description of her is her long silky black hair looked a little too perfect to be her natural colour it isn't yeah and the pink satin lounging pyjamas <gasps> she was wearing would have looked more appropriate on a Hollywood set oh how much do you love that oh so much because <laughs> I am into those I want pyjamas. to be wearing them <laughs> oh my lord yeah that's a hell of a look oh god I think we have to end there because I I'm be dreaming, <laughs> we're overwhelmed be dreaming of those lounging pyjamas yeah. oh I'm living the dream badass oh, we yeah. need some lounging pyjamas we do anyone, anyone wants to you know <laughs> We've had, we've had gifts of onion dip. If anyone <laughs> wants to send us some lounging we pajamas. We will accept pajamas. <laughs> very <laughs> happily. 
Um, so we uh, we hope that that you're inspired to to I don't know if you've got your own loungy pajamas to wear them in honor of the vile, glorious bitch. Yeah. Um, she's Mrs. kind of like Batman. future Lila, kind of, isn't she? Oh, just like devious and evil. Yeah, so that is Lila. It's oh, like that is Lila. Thirty, twenty ghost years. Of Christmas future. <laughs> oh yeah. God, yes. <gasps> wow. That's the mental images now. Lila's so aspirational. Sti- Lila's still that library triumph now. Yeah. You know, still just leaning back with a hand mm. on the wheel. <laughs> a lot of plastic surgery. Oh, God. A um, lot of hair. Lounging pyjamas, probably. Absolutely. Oh, so good. <sighs> what a beautiful thought. Yeah. It's so, quite the image. So if you have any uh, any thoughts on lounging pyjamas or anything else discussed <laughs> in this book... Please get in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Yeah. Our Twitter account is at, S- at svhpodcast. Uh, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And uh, you can follow the Headstuff Podcast Network and find out about all the other brilliant shows that they produce. Um, Karen was recently a guest on oh, one of the shows. I was. I was on Juvenalia talking about Gem. She's Gem truly outrageous. She is truly, truly, truly outrageous. And the Misfits. Their <laughs> and songs actually, are better. Uh, yeah, and actually, Deception, when we were doing Deceptions uh, or a couple of books ago, there's a gem song called Deception that was basically <gasps> just in my head the entire oh, time. Oh, that could have been the credit music that we did have. But we did have something pretty spectacular that for true. that. So yeah. we may have more of that in the yeah. future. But you were also on Juvenalia. You had a great episode. I was. I was about, talking about uh, girls' comics. Girls' comics. From the olden days. Really good. So yeah. we're both having a lot of... Uh, of 80s, <laughs> yeah. 80s child culture going on these days. So oh yeah, you can you can follow you can follow them and find the link to Juvenalia and listen yeah. to both our episodes if Do. you like. Um, and and to all of Juvenalia because it's yeah, all really it's good. Yeah. And there's loads of great guests. There is talking about loads of hilarious stuff. Um, and you can find out more at uh, HS Pod Network and this head stuff. Yeah. And we will be back in another two weeks. Oh yes, with. Love Love letters. letters. (laughs) See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.